Hello, listeners. It is midnight in Mercy Mountain once again, and I, Julian Glass, am here to repose your nocturnal souls. Tonight, I'm going to continue reading entries about Shinji from my diary, even though absolutely no one asked for that. But first, an update on Sonrisa, the ghost cat haunting the station. We have taken to bringing her wet food so that she stops taking parts of the meals we bring from home. So far, it seems to have worked. Each of us station employees have also bought her a toy. It does seem as though she is not always able to touch corporeal objects, but she sure has fun when she can. We have asked the station manager whether we can keep her, though, between you and me, I'm not so sure there's another choice, considering the nature of ghosts. Nonetheless, we asked and the station historian is deciphering the responding glyphs that appeared in each of our minds. It's possible the glyphs are mere nonsense, but we don't want to risk missing a true message from the manager. On to my next diary entry. Shinji and I went camping over the weekend. The TLDR is, we had fun. We went to Abscess Springs State Park which is busy in the height of summer, but since it's fall, we had a good part of the campground to ourselves. During the days, we went on hikes. On Saturday, we came across an old well. The earth immediately surrounding it was bare, despite it being the middle of the woods. Intrigued, we approached and peered down into the well. I saw in the water an image of a pale woman with five eyes, followed by a flash of blinding light that swallowed everything. My eyes felt seared, and my skin felt like I had gotten a terrible sunburn. Then it passed, and I felt normal again. Shenji hadn't seen anything but dead leaves and fragments of our reflections in the pool of water at the bottom of the well. Let's take a brief break to hear a word from our sponsor. Can't afford enough actors for the number of characters your movie has? Well, we have the perfect solution for you. Introducing Eye Patches, the new innovative way to get three more characters out of every actor. Put an eye patch over the right eye, or put an eye patch over the left eye, or put one over each eye to create three new characters from just one actor. The audience will never know. Buy an eye patch today and we will throw in an extra one for free. You're going to need it. Amazon. Back to the diary. 
On Sunday, we went on a trail that had not been traveled for a while, and thus was strung with spiderwebs every so many yards. I convinced Shinji to go first, because they are taller. The trail led us through a clearing. On the west side of that clearing, there was an elderly woman sitting at a campfire. She sat hunched with a cup cradled in her arthritic hands. A mitre was perched on her head, and long gray hair flowed out from underneath. A cage containing a hen sat on the ground at her feet. We called out hellos from the trail. She responded with a beckon. We approached, and she gestured for us to sit. So we did. I asked what her chicken's name was. She smiled and said she didn't have a name, because she was an interdimensional being, who did not have a need for such a thing as names. I asked the woman what her name was. You may call me Sika, she responded. Would you like some tea? We gladly took some. It appeared and tasted blue. Sika began to tell us about her life in the woods. I don't remember much about her words, because soon I became entranced with the tea as I swirled it in my cup. Somehow, the conversation turned to me. It became my turn to tell stories. So, I told stories. I don't remember what I told her. Shinji says I spoke of my childhood. They later recounted the words I had used, but strung together in the order they were. The words were unfamiliar. I do not recognize the stories I apparently told. Then it was Shinji's turn to tell stories. I was distracted then by the soft clucks of the hen, so I don't know what they said either. After Shinji was done, I started telling Sika about why I am deathly afraid of gym memberships. But Shinji dragged me away before I could finish. As soon as we were out of sight, I asked Shinji why they had pulled me away from such pleasant conversation. They told me this. Sika was psychologically manipulating us using the tea as a way to open us up to the manipulation. But since Shinji is a psychologist, they are immune to psychological influence. They noticed that my behavior, my drugged behavior, was off, and that Sika started to grow younger as I told stories. So they made up stories to tell when it was their turn afraid what it would do to them. Turns out they had the right idea, considering I lost the memories of what I told. Oh well, I was bound to have memories stolen by some ancient creature at some point. At least it wasn't anything too important, like why I am terrified of gym memberships. Ah, uh, listeners, I believe that is enough for tonight. Now it is time to listen to the crisp silence that comes with cold winter nights, to avoid looking at the bobbing lights in the mountains. 
Stay tuned for a microbiologist nerding out about flagella. Have a wonderful rest of your night, Mercy Mountain. This episode was written and performed by Mallory Spencer. Music was written by Erica Piernis. Music was performed by Moss Grady. The logo was designed by the Podcast Design Company. For more, visit MallorySpencer.com or at MallorySpencerWrites on Instagram.